This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. For the first time, WWE bringing an event of this magnitude to Saudi Arabia. This vibrant, progressive city, our host tonight. It's all part, of course, of the Saudi Vision 2030. King Abdullah Sports City Stadium just got on its feet. That area has been reserved for the Saudi royal family, the House of Saudi. I want to send a genuine thank you to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Howdy, cowboys and cowgirls. Welcome to yet another episode of the Anxious Millennial Cowboy Show. Royal Rumble 2022 is officially in the books. And after a rather underwhelming start to the road to WrestleMania 38, WWE will be returning to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia for their next premium live event, Elimination Chamber, to be held on February 19th. The said event will be part of WWE's 10-year deal with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, under which the company is expected to hold two large-scale events in the country each year. This 10-year deal, which reportedly brings in $100 million each year for the company, is part of Saudi Arabia's Vision 2030 plan to modernize the country by diversifying the economy, allowing women to drive and development of health, education and infrastructure systems. This isn't just a simple PR push to attract other businesses, but an attempt to alter the global perception towards Saudi Arabia. As a result, the events staged in the country have been entirely lengthy propaganda infomercials for the kingdom, pushing local tourism, the claimed social progress of the country under Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and their hostility towards Iran. The shows held in Saudi Arabia are met with universal hostility and criticism, given the company's deference to a regime that curtails LGBT equality, abuses human rights and suppresses women's rights. Principally seen as attempts to sports wash the international image of the country. However, even if one tries to ignore these gross violations of basic human justice and looks at them strictly through the lens of wrestling shows, they are largely glorified house shows with terribly booked cards, having featured many of the worst matches in WWE history. But in Crown Jewel 2021, every single one of these shows has been outrightly dreadful with numerous head-scratching, absurd booking decisions. From Shane McMahon becoming the best in the world to Shawn Michaels' awful comeback match, the terrible main event match between Goldberg and The Undertaker and Goldberg squashing The Fiend to win the Universal Championship. It was surprising when Crown Jewel 2021 turned out to be a really good show. As the Saudi Arabia events have been among the worst pay-per-views of the year in the last few years. While other companies have reconsidered their business ties to Saudi Arabia in the light of controversies, WWE has not wavered even in the slightest. For WWE, the deal is worth a lot of money as it carries on with business as usual. In fact, each Saudi event is equal to about three modern WrestleManias worth in ticket sales. And when a group of wrestlers and fans remark that every little bit of progress helps, such as women being allowed to compete for WWE at these events, that plays right into Saudi government's goal with this propagandized event. It helps the government in achieving their goal of getting more people to look the other way while they 
continue to perpetuate their atrocities that's it folks for this week's episode in case you wish to talk about wrestling or send in your feedback on the podcast kindly reach out to me at ishankakkar07 on instagram or at ikakkar on twitter next week on the final episode of season 1 of the anxious millennial cowboy show we take a look at the glorious career of the boss himself the chairman of WWE Vincent Kennedy McMahon